Welcome back to the Color to the Moon podcast. I am your host, Jake. Today, we are here to talk about Wizard. With me, I have Dom. What's up, everybody? Jake. Hey, guys. How's it going? And, of course, T. How's everyone doing? So, one of Cuddy's most famed albums among his fans, pretty much like a cult following almost, to a fact, he did with um, Dot the Genius on the production, and yeah, let's just get right into it. Whoever wants to start off with their arrival can go ahead. Um, so I'll I'll go ahead and start off. Um, I feel like if you're going to listen to this album for the first time, you def well, obviously it's the first track, so you have to start off with that. But um, it's only an instrumental. But I feel like um, Cuddy and Dot are letting you know through this instrumental that this is a rock album. I am, No words are said in the song, but just listening to it, you know, hey, this is going to be something different. This isn't a Man on the Moon album. This is a rock album. Um, and I feel like the beat is very Satellite Flight-esque um, with added guitar to it, so it has its own little twist. Um and I love at the two minute mark added um, that like static electricity sound. Yeah. Um, that like static electricity sound I feel like is the actual start of the album. And I um, added like a little question mark in my notes here is like, is it letting you know that like the wizards are casting a spell? Like it kind of sounds like a video like a Skyrim type like video game sound where like an actual wizard is c- casting a spell. Yeah, um, that's a good way to put it. And yeah, and then I like it, that a lot. <laughs> yeah, and then it and then it ends like with that little guitar riff for like the last five seconds, just reassuring you like, hey, we're getting into rock and roll type shit right here. Yeah, like the coming off what you said, like the arrival it sets the tone for the whole album. You know, like what you said, it's, it's, this is a rock album. You know, this is when Cuddy is starting to experiment more. He wants to do something that he wants to do instead of what the music industry wants him to do, you know, whether it's fans or whoever, his label, whatever. And it really sets the tone for the whole album. And it sets the, like the vibe and just to let you know what you'll be hearing. It's like a, like a, like he's reminding you, like this is what it's gonna be. So just be prepared, basically. Yeah. So going off of that, I feel like the rival is an awesome tone-setting intro. It's more of a feels like a piece of score that was meant for a sci-fi film, and I love that. Um, the feeling I always get from it is it's like pure energy and it locks me into like state of mind. It's like focusing on like one set goal and doing everything in my power to achieve it. Um, pretty badass opening with badass production. I agree. Yeah. Um, going off of that, I would say that just, just a quick second, just to marvel at the wonders 
that are Dot the Genius and Kid Cudi. Because when they get on a track together, dude, it's absolutely fire. Like, and especially, I love how they did an album together. And I feel like ever since Wizard dropped, everybody's been asking for Wizard Two within the Cud fam since it like since the day it dropped, pretty much. They're like, "Yo, oh, yeah. where's Wizard Two at, though?" <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which you know, most fan bases are like that anyway. When any when any artist you know brings out a good um, collab project album or whatever you want to call it um but you know for me um i actually didn't like <coughs> wizard when it first dropped Same. and for a long time i actually didn't like it uh i think it was in it wasn't until i think i got the cd and i started playing it in my car because i wanted to listen to cuddy like only on cd for a, a really long time and when i started playing it in my car a lot i was just like dude like this is actually a really really good album and it's very different from a lot of the other like rap albums which it obviously isn't rap uh it's definitely rock for sure but uh especially like for cuddy related like a lot of people like didn't really see him like releasing a, a project like this which is really cool and kind of like is a tip of the cap to Cuddy in terms of like how versatile he is as an artist and with the arrival I would definitely agree with what you guys said about it it's a very good tone setting um like opener for the rest of the album and um it's definitely to play when like um you're feeling like good and ready to do something uh, pretty wild i would say like it like just like the riffs and like the just everything to go like the emotions with the song is really really good for that i would say yeah i'm i'm glad you mentioned that you you weren't feeling the album when it first released because i was gonna mention that as well um but i'm just gonna roast myself here i was like 16 <laughs> years old when this album came out and I was listening to straight rap, like that's all I was listening to. I was a Kid Cudi fan, but you know, I only had like two albums to go off of in a mixtape. So I exactly. was like, yeah, Kid Cudi's like my favorite artist. And like, I love rap. I love Lil Wayne, like all this kind of stuff, you know? And then I was like, a, I was a dumb fuck, like fuck 16 year old Jake. <laughs> like I was six, I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like Kid Cudi's not rapping. This is fucking trash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I totally understand. That's, that's See, when I was I young, really... I started off with rock. <laughs> I grew up on rock. And then I, yeah, so and, did then I. I and then I came off of like, I expanded my music diversity, you know, started listening mm-hmm. to a lot of indie and stuff, started listening to a lot of in- MGMT and Vampire Weekend, bands Ooh, like that. Very and, good and so I came back to this album probably about three years later, and I would say this is definitely the n- number one album that has grown on me the most. I can't think of another album that I've, like, from first listen to thinking it's bad, to being one of my favorite albums like i don't know how that's possible but that just shows how much like music taste can change and stuff like that i'm gonna keep it honest with you guys i honestly would put wizard in the top five cutty albums for sure yeah Big, uh, same here yeah we were talking earlier and i put it at four so in terms i would say it's like in the four to five range for me for sure because yeah. like there's a few others that i would put on top of it but it's a really really good album throughout yeah yeah so let's um head to the next track for um high off life um i'll just start why not um 
I feel like you can always be critical of the things you love, and this song I have to be a little critical of because I do love this song and this album, but High Life doesn't really entirely work for me. Cuddy's vocals are pretty inconsistent across the track, and the performance on the guitar was pretty lackluster in my opinion. It's a fun, catchy track, but definitely not a highlight on Wizard for me. I'm going to go off what you said, but I totally disagree. This is This is like a metal song right here. Like, I listen to a lot of metal, and this is the most metal song that Cuddy's done. Um, that and a, there was a couple songs off Speeding Bolt to Heaven that are very metal esque, but um, the guitar is 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 phenomenal. If if you're going off to a metal genre standpoint, uh, he he did it perfectly. Um, his voice, because most metal songs you got to have that raspy, you know, deep. Cuddy doesn't have that as much, but it shows on it. And, like, I never thought it would see, you know, I, like, I... This, this, <laughs> never thought the day would come for me. High off live, oh. Like, this vocals on this is is very good, too. Um, Yeah, I would say going off of that, like, I would say if you weren't a Cuddy fan, like, you would probably be like, oh, that's actually pretty good, because, you know... I would say outside of the Cud fam, a lot of people would be like, oh, Cuddy's vocals are not that great. And, you know, they would, you know, kind of like well, roast the homie. But I would I say like off of outs- this song alone, it, it's pretty good for sure. Yeah, I feel like outside of the Cud fam, though, I don't think people – there's not a lot there, not a lot of people like metal music. I don't think they would really fuck with this album. This track or yeah, album, that's, yeah. Like, not, not a lot of people really fucked with it outside of the Cud fam. Um, there's, some, there's some people that did, but um, – it, it hit number one on rock charts in 2012, but um, High Off Life is one of my favorite songs off this uh, album, and it's one of the most uplifting songs, too. He's talking about how, you know, he, he feels better for himself. Uh, he's high off life. He, he I think it was a thing where he wasn't, I think that was the time era where he kind of, like, drifted away a little bit of the drugs. Um and he's just high off the the success that he's had off his first two albums. The and just uh, life in general. Yeah. yeah, I I I love this song as well. Um, but I take these lyrics as a little bit more metaphorical as you guys do. Um, obviously, with the intro of it being, we talked about the intro, like letting us know that this is a very like rock album. Um, if if you look into the lyrics and think of it, it with like metaphorical meaning, um, it's kind of like a start to something new, um, where he says there's so much there's so much I haven't seen. Um, I think he's talking about like going into new music, you know, and uh, and then okay, my favorite line is, I'm feeling the rush, taking hits up off experience, floating, floating. I'm on my way, searching, searching. I need to find some more of it. I mean, you could take that literal, but, like, the search and search and I need to find some more of it. I think that he's, like, messing around with all these, like, new rock beats. He finally found, like, a uh, on Genius, I, sh- I saw, showed that, like, Sean Martin, like, showed him how to do, like, his guitars, showed him how to do, like, hard guitar riffs. Like, you were yeah. talking about, um, like, his metal guitar riff. And so I think he's, like, exploring these new 
rock-esque sounds. Yeah, he's like, exploring what he wants to do. Yeah, and it's like he's he's high off like <clears throat> what he wants to do, and he's happy about that. And like he, he mentioned in some interview, I forgot what it was that um, the the label was pushing him to do Man on the Moon three, and like he's like, nah, fuck this, I'm doing Wizard. Like I'm doing what I want to do, and I think he's like saying that he's high off making the music that he wants to make yeah i can for sure and you make really good points there too i I definitely would have to agree especially with this song specifically but for me like i've never really gravitated to this song um i've never it never really hit me as as hard as like the other ones do on this album specifically and it's definitely, uh, I definitely agree with T, like, it's definitely metal-esque, and it definitely has really good elements to it, for sure. Um, but I would say, in terms, like, because I'm looking at the track listings right now, and, like, I would probably put it in, like, the lower tier, to be honest, to mid-tier, around there. Um, but it, it's still a really good song, and um, even, with, with that being said, I probably, like, if I had to skip, I probably would skip the song, to be honest, on the album. If I had to. All right, so we're two to two. We'll come to a <laughs> agreement on that. Let's go. Yeah, agree to disagree, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, so third track, um, the Dream t- Time Machine. Um, who wants to go first? Um, I'll I'll go first on this one. Uh, I forget who said it earlier. Um, like pink, like him being like Pink Floyd esque. I think that was you, Jake, wasn't it? Yeah. Um. This the Dream Time Machine. I feel like this song is the most Pink Floyd uh, sounding song on the album. Very subtle, uh, real vibey, uh, something ahead of its time. Because Pink Floyd back in the day in the in the in the seventies, they were way ahead of way ahead of their time. Like from the music era at, at that, um, the the type of music they were making, it, it didn't fit in that like air of music and i feel the same way with cuddy because he's and same with kanye you know and a bunch of other artists he makes like futuristic sounding music that you really haven't heard um and this is the type of song that's like that very subtle him very soft it's like a like a, like a soft his soft voice kind of kind of yeah. like an all along and all that yeah um very he's talking about being in a dream you know um basically he's 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 uh getting all of this attention and he's like man this is just such a dream to me you know it's like i never thought i could i I would be this high up in the in the music industry people love me you know and i think that's basically what the song is about of him just caught up in the moment basically is what i'm trying to say yeah, I could argue with myself that this is my favorite track on the album. Um, definitely, That's definitely a good choice, I would say, for sure. Yeah. Definitely, without a doubt, the best <coughs> on the album, like, mm-hmm. by far. Sonically, it's just absolutely amazing. It's, like, one of the trippiest beats I've heard. Um, Teleport uh, to me says hi, but, but with that being said, <laughs> it, is, it is a sample, though. So yeah, I'll say yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I agree with you on that then. Yeah, sure. um, the Empire of the Sun did a feature on this. Um, 
it's very hard to hear them added into the song um unless you have like good headphones if we're being completely honest here but um i love empire of the sun as a band so it makes me happy that cuddy uh worked with them um i really like the simple lyrics in it it's not too complex but it's not repetitive in any way in my opinion um i think it's also a good length like good like the song isn't too long but it's not too short as well um, I have some problems with that and future wizard songs that we'll get into later of them being too long or them being too short. Um, I think he's also sticking to his theme that I mentioned in high off life that like um, he's doing what he wants and he's happy that he's doing it. And um, like with everything that's going around around him and all this success, he says times have changed now, but he's strong a good difference so i think that he's happy doing what he's doing and the first three songs on the album that we've gone through so far are him being in a happy state of mind for sure yeah yeah and i would say oh go ahead go ahead all right um i thought that this pack um this track was a perfect foreshadowing of what was to come on the project um for satellite flight um through its simple wordplay and surprisingly leaves a great impact on the listener. It's extremely relaxing and reassuring regarding the feelings that Kai feels here that the listener might be able to relate to as well. Yeah, I definitely, yeah, I could definitely see that. And I like how you guys keep like pinpointing like wizard and satellite flight together. Cause it's very, they're both very similar in a sense. with like the intro, like it's very heavily instrumental. It's not too that many, and like, also very experimental too. Yeah, exactly. And, um, both projects are, I feel like, are very underrated. Just not even in the cut fam. Just like overall, uh, a lot of people brush over both of those albums. And I would say, like, for this song specifically, like, like I agree with all of you guys. Like, I feel like we all kind of think the same about this song. Dreamtime Machine is like so so fucking good. <laughs> and like, just specifically, like, I love the instrumentals for this song, uh, the lyrics, and like just. And this can go for, like, many, many Cuddy songs, if not all of them. Like, just, like, the emotions <laughs> you feel when you listen to this song. It's just, yeah. like, for this song specifically, The Dreamtime Machine, I would say, like, you're just kind of, like, just floating in the air, like, in, in the clouds, and you're just yeah. having a good time. Like, you're just flying away. Yeah, and it's, and, but you're not scared, Free. though. You're just, like, you know, uh-huh. like, you know where you're going, and you're just, like, having a great time in the sky, you know? And... Like, I, I agree with Jake, too. He said that um, it's very, like, it's not too long, but it's not too short either. It's, like, a good length for the song, for sure. And I would definitely put this up there in the higher tier, for sure, on the album. Like, top, I would say, like, top two, top three, depending on my mood, for sure. I agree. All right, then the last track for this episode, <coughs> Love Hard. Dami, want to kick us off for this one? I, all right, cool. I like how you did that because Love Hard actually might be my favorite song off the album. Uh, Hell yeah. For the longest time, uh, also just a little small backstory, uh, Teleport to Me was the very first, I think, was it the very first single for the album? Yeah, I think, right? yeah it was. Yeah, so uh, this one girl, like probably the very first Cud fam girl I've ever met, and she was like local to me too. Uh-oh. Uh, she sent me this song. 
and she's like dude this is so good like i can't believe cuddy made a song like this and it's so like experiment experimental and like rock inspired and stuff like that and like ever since then i'm like oh no like i basically pinpointed that song with her and stuff but with that being said we'll we'll get into that later on because obviously we're not doing that song but uh that used to be my favorite song but as i like listen to wizard you know countless countless times uh since it's dropped i would say love hard like i think because of my personality like i just love people and things and just everything love something i put my like all into them and like i i think me and cuddy can definitely like relate on that on that level for sure because i feel like he's the same way like if you're on cuddy's good side you'll always be on his good side yeah and just like the the lyrics the beat the instrumentals dot and cuddy were just in their bag with this one dude it was it's so fucking good from start to finish and i love i think my favorite like part of the song is where i think it's like somewhere in the middle where like the beat gets faster and heavier and it's like yeah it works like more, kind of like, it works more edm-esque yeah and then and then it's like do do and like it's kind of like a very kind of just like, like, dream time like yeah 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 and like yeah exactly that's exactly the part and it, it's a really really nice <laughs> instrumental and like part of the song and it's just like you feel like you're like in heaven almost it's it's such a nice feeling this and I love best how... beat switch he's ever done <laughs> don't at me <laughs> That's between, yeah. yeah. I, I have that in my nose notes as Kid Cudi's best beat switch pre reborn. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. I could see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, All like, right. that. I like that a lot. Uh, but yeah, Love Hard is definitely like easily like my top track or definitely top two, top three for sure. Yeah, I, I agree as well. It's it's in my top three of this album, probably number it it always ch- changes. So yeah, say, I agree. Same here. Top three. Um, I think he does do a little bit of a mood change in this song where it's he's still sounding happy and positive sounding song like you're happy when you listen to this song. But at the same time, I feel like he's trying to convince a girl to like stay in love and to Jamie and to see from his mindset, like if you have any love at all, then you need to love hard. Um, and like, I, I, I love how you mentioned, like how you, if you love something, you absolutely go for it. And like, that is like, follow your heart. Yeah. You follow your heart. I'm the exact same way where like, this may come to bite me in the ass and it has multiple times, but like, I don't think with my head, like I think with my heart, like if I have like some bad vibes going like in my head, like I have some doubts in my head. I will 100% go with my heart the entire time. So this yep. is one of my cutty anthems where I'm like completely agree with everything that he says. And um, me and my girlfriend like always sing along, like play this song in my car and sing along to it and stuff. It's like goals. Oh, That's you know, adorable. <laughs> fucking goals. <laughs> it's what like the a, it's, a, it's a really good fucking love song. But um, yeah, I I do like the the beat change in that like it should be at like some udm artist needs to remix their a song and like have that as like the breakdown because like that is 
top tier like production sounding beat change. It is amazing. Yeah. Like this this is it's either one or two of my favorite songs on here. Um it's him finding or trying to find some love, trying to keep love, whatever you wanna put it. Um it's the song like when I first listened to it kind of made me sad because I was going through a breakup and everything. So I kind of like really, 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 really related to this song. But now um, I still relate, but it's in a different way. It's, it's me searching for love. And that's what, that's, that's what Cuddy's trying to, trying to, you know, say in the whole song, he's trying to search for love, trying to find that perfect match. And him saying, you know, um, if you get mad at me, we, we lost, and we lost our groove. Would you build me up? Oh, just to break me down and need me some stability. Like he wants, he's saying that he just wants and to consistency. find that perfect girl for himself. <laughs> <laughs> and, I agree like, with that for sure. Uh, Unconditional. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And from when you were saying, uh, uh, like searching, uh, whatever you're saying, Jake. Um, and I said, follow your heart. And I love when he, uh, says that, um, in the chorus and follow your heart. Like just, if you feel like you love someone and like, if you, if they love you too, follow your heart towards go them, you know, it. don't yes, be a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> don't, be don't be scared. And obviously he was talking about all the, the love on wizard was about, about Jamie. Fuck her. She's a cunt. Uh, <laughs> but, you don't know. But this song is very, very deep, but the beat makes it so uplifting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the the breakdown, when it, when it goes, when it starts to get real subtle, like real calm, and then he goes, love hard. Boom, boom. <laughs> and that beat, you just want going faster and faster. You just want to get up and start like raving. They just throw up your hand, start raving. Start like, pounding like fucking Jersey Shore. Yeah. <laughs> Like I've never heard of a song like this where it's rock and then it changes into a fucking EDM track. Like what the fuck? <laughs> so many song. like happy to sad to like why am I dancing? <laughs> this is definitely a top tier song on the album and in Cuddy's discography. Ooh. Absolutely. Okay. And my favorite part of the song is um the loud and catchy chorus um that part is where i think cutting absolutely nails everything in terms of landing the perfect vocal performance oh and, yes um, that delivers solid sonically pleasing production here as well i mean the beat switch is just too good too good <laughs> very very like out of outer space yeah and shit, you know what he's known for yeah and that is it for part one of our wizard series. We will be back to you guys whenever we get this next episode out. So thank you for li- thank you for listening. And this is Jake. Hey guys. Tess. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I'm Jake as well, also known as JR. You can find me on Twitter at KidCobain7. Let's see. I'm 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 T King T. You can find me on uh, Twitter 
at uh, tgary132. And it's your boy Dom. You can find me on Twitter at Dom the Genius. Shout out to Dot the Genius. You know what I'm saying? It's your boy. Yeah. We love you, Dot. We love you, Dot. Yeah, but hey, and the last thing, uh, since it's it's still uh, before 12 over here in California, I just want to give uh, the homie Dennis, if you're listening out there, man, wish you a very, very happy birthday and hope you have a happy hope you had a good fucking birthday. day, my yeah, dude. Yeah, no bullshit. We all love you, no man. Bullshit. No bullshit, man. <laughs> no bullshit. No bullshit. Right, thanks right, for listening, guys. Peace out. Love y'all. See you, everyone. Peace.